Hey everyone, thank you all for watching and welcome back to Crossing Darkness. This is Season 2, Episode 6, and I'm your host, Frozen Fallout. With me is my co-host, Motorori. Hi everybody. We are broadcasting over Twitch, Sundays 7pm to 7.30pm Central Time. And uh, we are open with uh, chatting with fans during or you know at the end of the show here. And uh, so, Mike, I believe that you had a little uh, uh, thing that you had planned for today that you wanted to go over. Uh, yeah, so at the, uh, the end of our last Technogate game, uh, I mentioned to the other players that I had a, uh, an item that... I had kind of hesitated to bring out during gameplay because I didn't know whether or not it was uh, gonna fit or if it was even mechanically legal. Also, hi kitty. Layla says hello. Sorry. <laughs> She's a big kitty. Um, anyway, so uh, my character, Tycho Vance, has the backstory that uh, he grew up with uh, the Void Engineers in Madison in the, the 80s and the 90s. Uh, and prior to this game, he was running around with a pack of werewolves that uh, I have now dubbed the Diamond Dogs, mostly glasswalkers. Although uh, I have fleshed it out a bit uh, so that the, the lead werewolf is a silent strider uh, who showed up in Madison. Uh, so let's see, the game is currently in 1998, so it would have been about 1994, 93. Um, okay. And I went, uh, Tycho went on a little, little adventure with them into the Umbra. And the, uh, the beginning of that was uh, the uh, so so the silence rider comes to Madison uh, on a quest and he brings with him an artifact that he can't identify uh, which is not the item we're talking about yet um, uh, he brings an art an artifact that he can't identify uh, they've talked to a bunch of different werewolves they can't identify it and then Madison because they have this kind of interfaction communication uh the the head of the madison werewolves uh walter christofson uh who is actually already established in the madison under siege mythos uh, has contacts with some technocrats and in fact tycho vance is a uh is a friend of his so he brings tycho vance uh to a meeting with this silent strider that i've named abraxas and he's like, oh, yeah, I do know what that is. That is hypertech. That is some technocrat shit. Uh, and Abraxas says, well, hey, thanks for your help. Uh, but then, because of some other circumstances, they have to bring Tycho along on a mission. Uh, and some other younger werewolves in Madison uh, that I have names for, but they don't matter at this point. Uh, they go off on a little umbr umbral adventure 
and eventually they find themselves in Cyber Realm, which actually, since we're on video, found this poster in one of my many books. Oh yeah, very cool. Yeah, uh, so Cyber Realm is one of the middle realms, one of the 13 middle realms uh, that exists around Earth. And at some point, Tycho spent quite a bit of time there. And let me see, because I because I actually wrote this out a little bit. Uh, uh, Tycho became friends with a local chop shop mechanic named Hob and his car, Sosi, which is short for the spirit of the combustion engine. Uh, during one of the final missions, Hob and Tycho were fleeing in Sosi and were struck by agents of the worm. While the dogs took out the assailants, uh, the diamond dogs, that is, uh, Tycho tried to save Hob, who had become gravely injured. And during his final moments, Hob passed the keys to Sosi to Tycho, invoking a promise to keep her safe. Uh, he also fulfilled a promise to Tycho and told him that his father, Tycho's father, had in fact been seen in Cyber, Cyber Realm some eight years back, a full decade after his disappearance. Uh, so that's just me filling a little bit out of uh, Tycho's backstory. Uh, so you can take that for what it is. I like that. Yeah. Um, so you're anyway, going to get so, the Cyber Realm at some point. Uh... Yes, possibly. Uh, I haven't fleshed out how much other information he's uh, gained. Uh, I'm guessing this was early in the uh, the time, maybe like a year, year and a half in. Uh, so there's there's still about two and a half years left of his adventuring. Uh, so he might have other information on that. Uh, but yes. Uh, so, so at that point, it was eight years ago. So this is, so this was about twelve years ago that uh, Tycho's father was possibly seen in Cyber Realm. Okay. Uh, uh, but anyway, so so I did some research uh, to figure out what the rules for Sosi are going to be. So let's start. Uh, let's see. Actually, that's that's later. <laughs> let's start with M20. <laughs> All right. Or, sorry, no, W20. Werewolf 20. The basic rules for fetishes. All right. To use a fetish, the Garo must attune herself to it by making a Gnosis roll. Uh, the difficulty for this roll is the fetish is Gnosis rating. Attunement establishes a spiritual bond between fetish and user enabling the Garu to take the fetish anywhere in the Tellurian and providing instinctive understanding of the fetish's powers. Only a single success is required to attune the fetish. Failure indicates that the fetish has rejected the character. Another role may not be attempted until the werewolf or other character, uh, I added that by the way, uh, has somehow reached accord with the resident spirit. 
uh, attunement also effectively dedicates the fetish to its wielder, uh, as though the right of talisman dedication had been performed on it. Since fetishes have their own gnosis, an attuned fetish doesn't count against the maximum number of objects a werewolf can have dedicated to him or her. Uh, so that's referring to the fact that because werewolves change shape, uh, they have to have certain items dedicated to them uh, using uh, the rite of talisman dedication uh, so that when they turn back into their human form, they still have all their stuff. Right, yeah, you, uh, you don't hulk out on shit. Uh, yeah, so it's like you attune a set of clothing to yourself. Uh, you attune... Um, uh, there's actually, right on the same page, a uh, an item called Magpie's Swag, which is essentially a bag of holding. Uh, but the bag itself can be uh, dedicated... Uh, so that you can carry a bunch of non-dedicated items. Uh, so in the case of Sosi, I do not have to worry about dedication, but I do have to worry about attunement. Uh, so I am going to say that it is an arete roll, but I would like to hear your thoughts on that. I would say an arete roll is too... Unless, unless we're giving double successes for success, and a ret roll is uh, pretty rough. And did you look in? Because M twenty does have fetishes in it. And Mage has fetishes in it as well. They have rules specifically for uh, that. I do not have the M twenty book. Okay, I have the M twenty book in my hand right here. Yeah. And I so what do, what do I have? Digital copy at the very least. Very good book. I'm sure I have one somewhere. Um, I just I like my physical books. Well, I suggest then getting a physical book of it. You can kill somebody with it if you need to. So yeah, these things are monsters. Fetishes. Four, eight, nine. Okay, four, eight, nine. Remember all those things about rules that I was all... <laughs> yeah. Anyways. Just, um, just talking about how World of Darkness is rules light. Despite the fact that we are now talking about rules, yeah. um... and that's actually a good point, is that we could theoretically never come up with rules for this. We could just say that it's a thing that happens. Uh, binding spirits into fetishes while summoning a unbrewed entity can be bound into a spirit fuel. Wonder if fetish person with spirit four um, by a person with spirit four the fetish won't be usable however until the spirit returns to its full essence the item draws off the imprisoned spirit's essence itself even so it's fetish user not the spirit itself that activates the fetish and the spirit is very much a prisoner inside of the item Although certain spirits strike bargains with mortals who craft um, fetish wonders, most entities get very annoyed if they wind up being held prisoner inside of a presumptuous human toy. Um, considered blah 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 blah. Okay, so that's the first talk on it, and then I believe there's more. So you have to have spirit four to create it. 
Okay. Um, so creating a fetish uh, for werewolf, it's a level three right, so you have to be uh, uh, rank three Garu. And it's... Uh, in general, you're trying to convince a spirit to do it. You're not... Uh, you can force it by defeating a spirit by reducing it to zero essence. Uh, uh, but the roll for it is wits plus rituals, difficulty 10, and then you reduce that difficulty by two for every permanent gnosis uh, you you spend. Which is... Uh, but I will point out that my character, Tycho Vance, did not create this fetish. Right. Yeah, so we don't have to worry about that. Per se. We yeah, we don't have to worry about creating. It's more about attuning. Um, okay, so sample wonders. Looking at wonders. Okay, what are the other spots that you talk about this? Do wonders have to be attuned? Wonders might not need to be attuned. You might just be. But let's take a look at some of the other spots here. Let me look at spirit ways. Because that should have something. These little books have very little in the way of indexes. Okay, so I found a fetish that we can kind of take a look at. So this is the... Uh, madness grenade, which is a level five um, fetish uh, talisman. It's arete of seven, quiescence none, background cost of ten points uh, per five per case of five. Um, each madness grenade. Oh, I think I think I found it. Oh yeah. Uh, yeah, Spirit Ways, which is the guide to shamans and spirituality and mage. On page 97, under Fetishes, a mage must attune a fetish before using it. The maker of a fetish is automatically attuned. Other mages can attune a fetish if the player succeeds in rolling the character's arete with a difficulty equal to the fetish's gnosis rating. Every point of quintessence or tas used in the roll lowers the difficulty by one point up to three. Success of any type indicates attunement. Failure indicates that the mage cannot attempt attunement with the fetish again until her ret increases. Interesting. Oh, wow. And a botch indicates that either the fetish uh, in some way attacks the mage or that the spirit has been freed from the fetish. Ooh, that's awesome. Nice. Nice find. Uh, once attuned, a fetish can be used at will. To activate a fetish, the player must make another ret roll with the fetish's gnosis as the difficulty. Success indicates that the fetish is active. Failure indicates that the power does not function, but the mage may try again on the next turn. A botch means the shaman must wait a full day before attempting to activate the fetish again. Um, and that actually that actually fits really well, because I am, as a technocrat, basically a techno-shaman. Mm -hmm. At least that's a way you can do it. Um, Alright, so... So Gnosis, or sorry, not enough. A ret roll at the Gnosis rating, difficult, uh, to attune, and then a, and a ret roll to activate it. Yeah. Uh, for its 
for for its power. So you're right. already attuned to it, so we don't need to worry about that. Yes, that's in the backstory, um, and yeah, that's. And actually, in that case, I would say that like, well, actually, does it? Can more than one person be attuned to a fetish? I don't see why not. Okay. So it probably happened previous to the, the accident that I referred to in the backstory. Okay. Where I became tuned to Sosi beforehand. Um, now, Cyber Realm is an umbral realm. So in that place, Sosi was a physical car. Uh, and the, the way I have it described is where did I put it? Uh, she is a 50s era muscle car that seats five uncomfortably. <laughs> Uh, so obviously it's the the two front bucket seats and then like a back seat that's really hard to get into. Um, uh, but anyway, so in the backstory, the idea is it's a it's a set of keys that I have, or rather a key and a keychain. Um, so anyway, I'll just I'll go ahead and read the um, the description that I have. Um, and then we can talk about it. All right, so Sosi, it's a level five fetish uh, with a Gnosis rating of seven. Uh, Sosi appears to be a keychain with a single car key. Uh, when attached to the key ring of any car with an internal combustion engine, she can be activated by rolling a ret at difficulty five. And for the rest of the scene, she and uh, her spirit inhabits the vehicle and empowers it, reducing drive roll difficulties by two. Okay. Um, now, I think I might be wrong that the difficulty is five, because the Gnosis rating is actually seven. It's a level five fetish, um, but it, it might actually be difficulty seven. Although... I'm not sure I read anywhere what the um, justification for a Gnosis versus a level rating is. Um, it's yeah, for example, um, just some of the things in the back of uh, Umbra here. Uh, you've got a level four item with a Gnosis of 8 and a level 2 item with a Gnosis of 7. So I think some of the numbers are a bit arbitrary. Okay. Um, I mean, there's there's probably specific rules on that, but I'm not, I'm not too concerned about that. Does, um, do you have an essence rating for it? I do not, and I probably should. Because that's where, I mean, the willpower, rage, and nausea are very important, don't get me wrong. Um, but the, the amount of essence it has is how much it's able to do stuff, and then it needs charms in order to be able to 
do stuff on top of that. Um, oh, yeah. Now, now, from my understanding, is that it is much more about it being um, one. It gives you like a power, like so you don't need to be as worried about how much essence and stuff like that that it has. But yeah, I thought I had all these things ready to go. And, it's uh, a complicated. Find... Well, no, I'm I'm trying to find because there is a. Is it just this one? I feel like there's one more book that I'm supposed to have here. Because there is an item called an umbral horse. It's in the umbral book. You know what? It's not. It doesn't matter. Um, yeah, I'll have to do more research. But uh, but anyway, so that's that's the power that I can use it for when I'm in the physical world. <clears throat> now, this is probably going to be the more controversial one for you. Because when we're in an umbral realm, I can also activate her. All right, so I'll just I'll just read this part. Mm -hmm. uh, when in the Numbral Realm, Sosi can be given two temporary Gnosis or two Quintessence in order to materialize into a 50s-era muscle car that seats five uncomfortably. Uh, she can travel approximately 50 miles for every task given to her before she runs out of gas and slows to a stop. Uh, for additional expenditures of tasks, Sosie can manifest a variety of capabilities that expand her usefulness, such as be, being able to go off-road or additional capacity for passengers or cargo. Uh, she will always manifest as an appropriate vehicle type, usually uh, 50s and 60s era models, and always with an obnoxiously loud internal combustion engine. Uh, you cannot spend tasks to make her quiet, although other magics might accomplish this goal. Okay. So, what what level is the the fetish that you have, or the wonder level that you have for this? It is a level five. It is a level five. Okay. Yeah. So at level five, you are able to do some pretty crazy shit. Yeah. Um. Although on my character sheet, I'm pretty sure I did put it at a level two. Um. But I'm hoping to get some some points out of backstory. And, and yeah. work. I, I would say that uh, if you're if you're trying to shoot for level five on this, uh, with the amount of work and effort and making it part of a podcast and everything and having having yeah. background stuff on it, that's that's worthy um, of a few extra experience freebie points at the beginning to spend on that. Um, uh, there there is another aspect to this. Uh, at the beginning of the game. Uh, of Technogate, I had an Aret of one, or or no, I started with two for Aret, 
but I did not have a dot in Prime. You did so, so up until this point, even though I've had her, I'm pretty sure I haven't been able to materialize her in the Umbra. It was once I got that dot of Prime that I think I was like, oh shit, I think I can do that now. Interesting. Um, I don't know if Prime, um, Prime would be required to or what what was the spheres that were required for materialization or for activation yeah. of a fetish because you'd be in, uh, for, just... for activation it's just in a ret roll right so um, you'd be able to activate are you talking about fueling her yes so in an umbral realm transferring tasks into her in order to get her to materialize that would be unfortunately for you a prime three i believe transferring energy from task to something else i'll have to double double check on that in the what would you do let me see i think i have that right here or how, how do, do you do, do that, that? Could, could the transfer be part of her power? Like, I just have to be willing to give it to her? Yeah, and that's up, that's some stuff that you can do. Um, okay, I don't have it in immediate access here, but in any case, um, yeah, I don't think that, uh, that we need to, like... That's the reason why I'm saying I don't think you needed Prime in order to activate it at all. But you might have actually maybe had, you know, a little bit better understanding of what was going on, maybe. But in any case, we can put that all into role-playing kind of stuff. But, uh, so, so you're looking for something that gives you, you know, basically a really loud vehicle in the Umbra and gives you minus two on difficulties to drive. Uh, yeah, and, and the minus two to drive is only because I can't think of a better mechanical way to give it a, um, a benefit. Well, you could always add dice. Oh. Yeah, but in terms of, like, uh, because the, the thing that I was thinking was, if it's the spirit of the internal combustion engine, and it manifests as a muscle car, you know, theoretically it should just give you more power. Like, it should increase your, like, the ability of regular cars to go a little bit faster, maybe. Um, but there's no good way to do that mechanically, unless you're statting cars. Um, there are stats for cars. Um, I mean, I'm not being really crazy about it at all, um, but it's definitely, in the book, we can do stats for cars and, and have it, like, change to a muscle car if it goes to, because there are safe you know, safe speed limits per car and stuff like that based on how much maneuverability it has. There is actual stats yeah. about all that stuff. Um, yeah. Yeah, and I, I just put it into uh, reducing the difficulty of drive rolls by two. That's, that's, that's simple, that, and it's part of what mage powers do. Like, that's one of the most basic things that mage powers can do is lower the difficulty yeah. on rolls. Yeah. And also, it's... It's the one that's going to come up the most. Like, uh, like I don't know what the, the standard stats for cars are, uh, but, like, let's say it's got, like, an engine rating, and I said, like, oh, it can add two to the engine rating. It's like, okay, well, that, is that ever going to come up in a game? <laughs> Unless I, you know, shoehorn it in as a player. 
Um, no, but drive rolls come up from time to time. Oh yeah, this this might you know be a thing. Um, the the main thing that I want out of this particular item is when we're in a situation out in the Umbra, and it's you know we either have to flee or we need to chase somebody or. I just need to impress somebody, maybe. And I can just be like, here, I pull out a key and I do some magic-y shit and just a fucking gleaming 50s-era muscle car just shows up out of nowhere. 50s like uh, Shadow Facts for Gandalf. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and I'm just like, get in, motherfuckers. And we just tool around the Umbra. My sick car. So, okay, so but the main thing that you wanted to do is to materialize a, a vehicle inside of the Umbra anywhere that, anytime that you're inside of the Umbra is the main thing that you're going to be doing with it. Yeah. Okay, that still act, it would require an activation. Um, and with the with the amount of backstory and stuff that you're kind of throwing into it, what did you think I was going to argue about? Because apparently you thought this was going to be an argument episode. <laughs> uh, number one, it's overpowered. It is overpowered. Well, I mean, uh, okay. So have well, you? Well, it depends on, no, I guess, what fair. era you're going into. Some of the level 5 powers in there, like, so real quick, a, a, a level 5 that I've seen that is just like, what the hell is this thing, is is the trinary computer that, like, lets you basically, like, hack into anybody's computers around you or surveillance around you. Like, basically just gives you, it uh, slows time around you. Um, does like all these other crazy things for like what the trinary computer is now that's if going off of the first edition which they go really 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 crazy with some of the stuff they do um, I guess I could check here and see um, what other level 5 ones they have in the, the, the 20th anniversary book here um, but you know, it, it, it's powerful, but it's not crazy. Like you've got, you you've got a car that you can drive around yeah. in the Umbra. I mean, yeah, and I, I and I didn't give it any combat capabilities. It should have an essence rating, definitely. Mm -hmm. um, and that'll come into when it's getting shot, basically, so you can use it. Yeah. You know. Um. Um, are, so one of the, one of the things I kind of want to do with this, though, are you freeing the spirit when you do this? That's I guess that's going to be my question. Is it possible oh, like that it could escape and break the contract after doing this? And that's that may be the one stipulation that I would like to place into this. Uh, I would say no because it's it's still bound to the key in the keychain. Okay, my question then is, is why don't you want it to be able to leave? Uh, okay, I would respond to that with... I gave it the option. And it decided to stay with me. Along, 
Right. So what you're saying though is that you gave them the option once, and now you're gonna hold them to that forever, and you don't want the ability for them to be able to back out on it even if they wish to. Because I'm not saying that the car wants to or the spirit wants to. I'm just saying if there's you know if there's ever a situation that would be interesting that might come up is that you get it you know you have to get the keychain you know the car to come back to the keychain after one use it just i think that that would be a cool episode kind of like a fun spin-off uh episodic thing that we could do um but i could see how it you you would be scared about losing this level five fetish that you've created yeah i think i think it would also it would be cool uh in terms of a narrative to like every time uh, I summon Sosie as a car in the Umbra like when she disappears uh, or uh, what's the best way to put it it's she gets to decide whether or not to jump back into the keychain right she you know, could just cool off. I'm not going to make you re-roll, like, to re-fetishize her or anything like that. It just is that, like, she has the ability to end the contract then and say, that was the last time that I've done this for you, like... Yeah. Uh, I, I was actually thinking of some other uh, possible scenes uh, between Tycho and Sosie. And, and, and it's totally based on what he learned from Hob, right? Because Hob also inherited this from somebody else right because i met him in uh the late uh the mid 90s right early 90s actually and so you know he got these these keys from somebody else in the cyber realm or maybe another traveler or something and uh you know he's been driving around with her for a while before i inherit them and he taught me that like every once in a while you gotta summon her and just work on her for a little bit you gotta you basically have to make love to this spirit you gotta you gotta um you gotta tighten bolts you gotta right. oh, uh, yeah, lubricate, lubricate things you gotta replace filters even though it's mostly you just you take the filter out and then just kind of pull another filter out of thin air and put it in you can step sideways right uh, yeah, dimensional science too. Yeah, so you're yeah, able to like I create a garage realm, right? <laughs> just a, a little tiny shard realm, and I work on Sosie a little bit. And it and actually, uh, just strangely enough, uh, an old friend of mine, uh, who's you know, ten years ago with it, got his got married. Uh, they have a kid who's like six, and he's just on the cusp of his midlife crisis so he just bought a car and he's posting on Facebook about working on his car mm -hmm. uh, and I'm just like oh man that's Tycho and Sosie like he's he's working on the brakes he's he's uh, checking the filters <laughs> and so like yeah. that's all been happening back at the uh, the Vance household where okay. I've been yeah. you know I maybe your mom even helped you with setting up the realm Oh, yeah, yeah, definitely. She knows about him, or her. How do you spell Sosie? Uh, S-O-C-E. 
Spirit of Combustion Engine. S-O-C-E. Yeah. I also like it because it's 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 totally a a thing that would happen. Um, I was I was reading in another book. Um, the the idea of awakening a spirit in an object, uh, and just this idea of some uh, technologically aligned mage in the fifties who did like drag races in L.A. or something like that, just like awakened the spirit of his car. And then as the physical car broke down, the spirit of the car was still tooling around in the umbrella. And uh, somebody found it and was like, hey, you want some want some tasks? And the car goes, <laughs> and like, it's just been like, kind of going around the umbra for a long time and you know I'm just the current guy who has the the keychain interesting oh oh that brings up another interesting possibility for narratives we meet NPCs who are like they know who that is they know Sosie like they wrote in her once yeah she's not famous but sometimes people are like, oh, hey, I recognize that keychain. So we are a little bit over time here. Um, so is there anything that you wanted to wrap us up with? Uh, no, I think we're good. Um, although I, I was thinking now's the time where we, we try this out, where it's uh, people who are listening to this podcast go and check out the Twitch stream, because we're going to keep talking about this. Oh, yeah, we can continue continue on after the uh, show is complete. Yeah, so let's go ahead and uh, end, end the podcast. Yep, but and we're we can... also uh, just to let you know that we're going to be doing, like, sometimes we're going to try and do some pre-shows and post-shows just on Twitch, where we're not going to be having it on the podcast, but it'll be just Continue, continuing to talk about the world of darkness before and after the show um, so thank you all for tuning in to Crossing Darkness and uh, you have a great day good night everybody <laughs> <laughs>